You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, take your seats. I said take your seats. Class, sit. I swear you're all acting like a bunch of animals. Pet Life Radio presents Teacher's Pet, where you'll learn how to understand and communicate with your pet and train them to be the best pet they can be. It's time to see the world from your pet's point of view. So give a tail-wagging welcome to your Teacher's Pet host on PetLifeRadio.com. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Hello and welcome to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. I'm Nan Toledo. Today we welcome a very special guest. You know, in Iraq and Afghanistan, our U.S. troops, just like us at home, are drawn to nearby animals as a means of loving companionship, and in their case, a vital way to cope with the emotional struggle and psychological hardships of everyday life in a havoc-filled war zone. Operation Baghdad Pups is a very special program that provides needed veterinary care and coordinates the complicated logistics and transportation requirements for the sole purpose of reuniting these much-loved pets with their eagerly awaiting servicemen and women back home. Coming up next, we'll be talking with the program manager of Operation Baghdad Pups. It's Terry Crisp, and it's coming up next, right after a short commercial break, here on Pet Life Radio. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's Pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code TEACHER10, TEACHER, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum. At Petco.com. There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code TEACHERS, T-E-A-C-H-E-R-S, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets. Every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Hi, and welcome back to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. I'm Nan Toledo. We welcome a very special guest. Her work is unique and extremely special as she brings sweet, loving heroes back home to our heroes. She's the program manager for the SPCA International's Operation Baghdad Pups. In fact, we have her now from Iraq. Let's welcome Terry Crisp. Hi, Terry. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Terry, tell us all about this wonderful work that you're doing, how things got started, and the challenges that you face. Well, Operation Baghdad Pups began after we received an email from a soldier by the name of Sergeant Watson that was trying to get a dog by the name of Charlie. He had befriended while he was serving here in Iraq back to the United States. So initially, SPCA International thought we just see one soldier in saving the life of the dog that meant so much to him. And that one effort has now grown into 289 dogs and cats that Operation Baghdad Pups has gotten from Iraq to the United States. So these are animals now that you've actually brought back home? These are all animals that were found as strays in Iraq and U.S. soldiers attached to them. And then when it's time for them to return home, they want to be able to keep the animals, but they cannot mm-hmm. transport them on military planes. So Operation Baghdad Pups provides coordination and transportation to get these animals to the U.S. where they're reunited with the um, soldier's family and then eventually the soldier when they return from Iraq too. It's an absolutely wonderful effort. How long has this been going on? Um, Charlie, like I said, was the first dog that we brought to the U.S. and he arrived on Valentine's Day um, Hmm. in 2008. So we're just about to our third year anniversary. That's wonderful. How appropriate too on Valentine's Day. We thought that was a pretty good gift. I think so. It's a wonderful anniversary, too. Now, when you say the 200-plus dogs and cats as well, did you say? Correct. Yes, we brought back dogs and cats, and we're actually currently working on getting our first donkey to the U.S. Oh, wow. And a colonel that would like to give him a permanent home now in Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. Now, how long does this process take? Well, from the time an individual submits an application to us and until we can get them on schedule, is usually about two months. But the other challenge that we do face is that we cannot transport the animals during the summer months because it's just mm-hmm. too hot in part of the world and, and too risky, not only to <laughs> transport them not by plane, but also on the ground. So from June 1st until October 1st, we don't transport any animals. So we've got a limited window of time to get many of them to U.S. Is there like a, a certain amount that you could take on at a time or you try to work on each one separately? I mean, We have a screening process and, and once an application is accepted, then we put the animal on our active list. And, you know, some of the animals need to be moved right away. Others are in um, safe locations and the individual that befriended them would like to keep them with them as long as they can. So, you know, sometimes we know of an animal for four or five months before we actually then get them to the U.S. So it's just, you know, the logistics kind of play out as, as the needs come up, and, and the more animals, the more volunteers we bring over here to escort them back. We are just beginning to launch another set of missions. There will be three animals leaving Iraq this Saturday headed to the U.S., and over the next three weeks, we'll be bringing a total of 29 animals. 
Now, where do they stay in the meantime? Are they still in their present situation or do they have to go to like a certain area? Some of them are still with the individuals, but um, we already have some of them positioned and ready to depart. We use a security company here in Iraq, an American-based company called Reed, and they have their working dog kennel in Kurdistan, which is the northern province of Iraq. And so we keep the animals there at the kennel until they can be uh, transported. And we uh, thankfully have the, the wonderful assistance of their kennel master and their um, dog trainer and handler, Amir, who's been great in helping us work through all the paperwork and the requirements to get an animal out of Iraq. And how about their health? How does that work? I mean, is there a special check on they both sides? All, or? Yeah, they're all seen by a veterinarian before they leave Iraq. We have one that we work with all the time, and it's fabulous. We also work very closely with centers for disease control, so they're aware of every group of animals that we're bringing into the U.S. And mm-hmm. it's just it's worked out really well. The, the animals are, are hardy stock. You know, I've always said if you're a stupid animal in Iraq is never going to last. So the, the ones that we've brought back are very pleased to see how healthy they are and, and how well they've adapted to change. And most of them, it doesn't take very long to realize that the American lifestyle is pretty good. That was going to be my next question, how they adapt. And I'm sure as long as they're with the person they love, that's half the battle. Right. And they just, they love the attention, you know, being around mm-hmm. people. We've got two young puppies right now that we've actually got at the, the villa where we stay while we're here in Iraq. And I'll tell you, they're about the cutest thing to me. So it's going to be kind of hard to put them on a plane because they've been great entertainment. There's not a lot of entertainment <laughs> in Iraq. So. Is there a difference between, you know, the dogs and the cats as far as the procedure? Or is that pretty much the same type of situation? The same. Definitely same. the same. Um, we've brought far more dogs than we have cats. But Mm -hmm. um, this particular set of missions, we've got eight cats that we're bringing back. So that's bringing the numbers up a little higher. And how many people does it take to successfully launch this effort? Well, the team that's going to be escorting the animals back on this current set of missions, there's eight individuals that will be coming and, and then flying back with them. We have found that it's much safer for the animals if there is someone accompanying them. Um, and it also does lower the price a little. Um, and, you know, if there's any delays anywhere along the line, then we don't have to worry that the animal's going to get stuck somewhere. Um, there's going to be someone there to, to make sure that they're safe. Now, you said the donkey still has yet to come home. He's still there? We're working on it. And it's looking <laughs> like maybe in about three weeks, smoke will be uh, boarding the plane and, and heading to the state. So mostly the challenges are just, you know, getting things together. And are you finding any other any other difficulties as far as transportation is an issue? And I get, I'm sure money and time. But any other problems or it's just mostly? Yeah, well, we've been doing it now for three years. So we certainly worked the bugs out of it. Um, yeah. It's pretty smoothly now. Um, Good. One of the, the challenges, of course, that we always do face, though, are you know, enough donations cover the cost. Right. And the average cost with everything included to get one animal out is about $4,000. I'm sorry, was that 4000 you said? 4000 correct. So it's Mm -hmm. not an inexpensive endeavor, but certainly the value of these animals make it so worthwhile. 
and mm-hmm. certainly, you know, SPCA International, we, we put a lot of thought into the program before we launched it because we are well aware of the, the overpopulation problem that we have in the U.S. with our own animals, so we didn't want to do anything to contribute to that. So we really screen thoroughly to make sure that these animals are going into good homes, that people fully understand the responsibility. And thankfully, our efforts have proven to be very successful. We had just a, a very few of the animals that had to be rehomed, but it was situations that were just unavoidable and unexpected. So, you know, we just have tried really hard to be responsible and to ensure that these animals adapt well and have the kind of homes that they deserve. Yeah. Is there any type of an age constraint or that doesn't matter? It's just more health? Health, temperament, and how long they've lived with soldiers or have been socialized. Mm-hmm. Older dogs, you know, finding an older dog in Iraq to bring back would be pretty uncommon. The life expectancy of a dog in about three years. So, um, you know, most of them that we bring back are between the ages of eight months and a year. Wow. So, you, you had said the life expectancy there is much shorter. Oh, yeah. Is that what you had just say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. In Iraq are, are not cats, and the majority of the, the local people, the population here, go out of their way to avoid them and, and oftentimes cause harm. So, you know, it's a really brutal type of lifestyle and you know they're, they're not good primary care they're not good quality food um, yeah. you know, and they don't keep them in their home so seeing dogs that have been hit by cars along the side of the road is very common so it's such a blessing that you're doing this wonderful work for, for everybody involved. Is there an overabundance there of stray dogs and cats? As, as, I mean I know they're mistreated sounds like but there's also well, a large amount. No yeah. yeah, there's no spay and neuter program. Right. And so you know these dogs, cats are living on the streets, and obviously reproducing at an alarming rate. Back in May and June, there was an effort down in Baghdad to try and, and bring down the stray population, and in a month period of time, teams went out in the streets and either shot or poisoned. The last number I heard was about sixty-five thousand dogs. And it didn't even make oh. a dent. Because, you know, as you're, you're killing one, there's probably a half dozen or a dozen more. So, you know, it's just, it's a big problem. And one that needs to be dealt with, FPCA International is definitely looking into it. But at this point in time yeah. in Iraq, human needs are just so huge, too. Sure. You know, it's not sure. a perfect scenario by any means. So we're, we're just trying to do the best we can for the, the most number of animals. Right. Well, on the flip side of that, can you tell us about some of the success stories similar to Charlie? Yeah, well, we've certainly had plenty of them. I'm often asked, you know, what's your favorite story? Well, that's that's not possible because each of them are <laughs> special. One dog, one of the puppies that we have right now, another one of the special cases, um, her name is Cone, C-O-N, and she was found by a soldier in, in southern Iraq. And she was born with one deformed paw. Um, her left front paw, there's just no pad and, and formation of a paw. So she limps around, but it's around fairly well. So, you know, for a dog like that, living on your own in Iraq does not last very long. So right. Mark is the soldier that found her, and he just couldn't turn his back on her. He got in touch with his fiance, who got in touch with us, and Cone is one of the, the dogs that will be 
online on next Tuesday. So it's just wonderful to see. Uh, and I mean, he's just, or she's such a sweet, lovable, yeah. all around. Oh. And it would have just been such a loss that she couldn't have had the Oh, that's a wonderful story, and that's indicative of the wonderful work that you're doing. Now, the, the, like on the site, the no dog left behind, nobody gets left behind. I love those, uh, those phrases. Now, are they different aspects of Operation Baghdad Pops, or it's all together? That's just, you all know. Together. All together, right. All together. Yeah. Okay, that sounds wonderful. Well, we're going to take a short break, and right after this, we'll learn how you can help. And we'll be talking with Terry Crisp of Operation Baghdad Pups on Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's Pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash teacher to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florup.com and use the code TEACHER1 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com, code word T-E-A-C-H-E-R and the number one. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, this is Tim Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best-selling pet-related authors, award-winning writers, journalists, and bloggers. And we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Hi, 
and welcome back to Teacher's Pet. I'm Nantelano on Pet Life Radio. As we are talking to the SPCA International's Operation Baghdad Pups Program Manager, Terry Crisp in Iraq right now. She's telling us all about the wonderful work that's happening over, how much is it now? How many, Terry? 200 and how many dogs and cats have been rescued so far? 289. 289. Wow. But then with the, the group that's going to go out over the next um, three weeks, that'll be another 29. Wow, that is absolutely wonderful. A donkey on the way. <laughs> and, uh, a donkey on the way. Many other very, very appreciative dogs and cats and other animals as well, I'm sure. In her three-year span, started on the Valentine's Day of last year with, uh, with Charlie's, the first successful dog, Charlie. Terry, tell us about how people can get involved. I know you had uh, something happening last Veterans Day. Do you have other special things coming up? Or I know on the SPCA International site, People can help at any time, right? Right, and and that's always appreciated. We're going to be moving a lot of animals between now and and the start of summer, so we're, mm-hmm. we're hoping to do another set of missions during the months of March, April, and May. So it's going to require mm-hmm. donations in order to schedule those um, trips. So if people are interested in, in supporting the program, supporting our troops, which is certainly what this program does, they can visit our website at sp. And on our homepage, there's a link to Operation Baghdad Pups, and it tells more of the, the wonderful stories of the animals that we've been able to help and the, the soldiers that have been present up, and what people can do to ensure that we get more of these animals to the U.S. And there's fundraising ideas, too, right? Yes, there are fundraising ideas on the site. There's also a wish list. There are items that we use regularly that we help with, so all mm-hmm. that information found at spcai.org.org, right. And of course, they can donate directly as well. Yeah, on, on the website. Site. Yeah, and I'm looking to see, I mean, it's amazing because I'm on the site right now, the, the videos and, and the pictures of these dogs. I mean, it's like you're right there, and obviously you are. But I mean, to actually share this with us, and it's really making people's and animals' dreams come true. And it's just a remarkable, wonderful thing that you're doing. I just want to reiterate, it's spcai.org backslash Baghdad Pups, right? Correct. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us, Terry. My pleasure. I appreciate you helping spread the word. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add, Terry, before we leave? No, I think that's it. And, you know, just again, thanks. And, you know, we we really appreciate anything that anyone can help. Every little bit helps. And, so welcome to support. Absolutely. And like you said before, you know, it's about $4,000 an animal pretty much, right? I mean, so, I mean, help is needed. Yep. In many ways, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, and if you could see the, you know, what, what Terry's talking about, um, you know, the end result of how these animals have a better life, and they're with, and they're with our soldiers, they're with the, the men and women who've done so much for us. I just like it says on your side, you know, heroes coming home to heroes. It is the most heartwarming idea. It's such a fabulous idea, and to make this actually happen takes a lot of money and a lot of time so your support is really needed so terry's out there on the front lines as you can hear so uh hopefully you know we on this side can, can do our part for this wonderful cause and um donate or or start fundraising or whatever that whatever you can do well thank you very much terry it's been a pleasure talking with you from iraq thanks um, hopefully we'll talk again Definitely. Well, we'll keep in touch because I want to hear the progress and I want to hear about yeah. the donkey. What's his name? <laughs> his, his name What's, is Smoke. Oh, okay. We want to hear. We want to make sure that you get Smoke and all the other wonderful dogs and cats. And who knows, maybe a, maybe a horse or two. Are there yeah, horses out well, there? There's information <laughs> uh, on the website about Smoke and, and the fundraising efforts in place right now to get him 
out. And, you know, donkeys in Iraq have just as tough a time as the dogs and cats. Um, there's probably as many stray donkeys as there are dogs almost. Um, wow. Short time during the year, during the herding season, when goats and sheep were moved around the country for grazing purposes. And then after that yeah. season over, they just turned the donkeys loose. So seeing dead donkeys alongside of the road, too, is pretty cool. Oh. So for smoke, yeah. one of the fortunate ones that will have a much better life in Nebraska. Yeah, and you put it in perspective, too, when you had said how the life expectancy is so unbelievably short. You know, for that alone, and, you know, the, of course, the lives of humans and animals there are so questionable. But when you hear that, that breaks your heart. But then also to know, like, from our standpoint here at home, to know that, you know, our companion animals are their family members. And to ha- you can't leave. You can't leave them behind. You can't leave them well, behind. You want to try to the help. Other thing that we have found, I mean, we, we certainly early on in the program recognize the benefits of these animals living with the troops here in Iraq, the, the companionship and the comfort that they provided during some really difficult times. But we're also seeing the benefits of these animals once the soldiers return to the U.S. And yeah. news we hear lots about you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, and we have found and heard from individuals who befriended these animals, as well as their family members, that having this dog or cat to you know greet that person when they return from Iraq and help them adjust. I mean, they've just been amazing. And, you know, going to see a psychiatrist getting therapy is, is rather expensive, but um, these dogs and cats have proven to be pretty effective and inexpensive um, when it comes to, to dealing with the traumas that these men and women have experienced while they're combat zone. Absolutely. That in itself is worth its weight in gold because they, the transition for them is much easier as well. They have the, they have their, the part of their heart is back with them again as they come back home. That's wonderful. Well, thank you, Terry. Once again, www.spcai.org slash Baghdad Pups. You can read all about the wonderful work that Terry Crisp is doing. And Terry, thank you. Be safe. Bring a lot of, uh, a lot of our four-legged friends home and we'll hope to talk with you soon. Sounds great. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll talk to you soon here on the Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. I'm Nantolino. Remember, find ways to create peace and harmony for you and your companion animals for a happier, healthier life. Take care. We'll talk to you next time on Teacher's Pet. Schools in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com.